Mike, Mike. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yay. Here we are. All right. <clears throat> Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Rabbit Hole Sessions. We have probably our most gorilla setup, most janky setup going, but we make it rock. This We're going to come out of this quarantine cleaner than – I was about to say cleaner than Corona, but that doesn't even make sense. But we're about to come out of the quarantine <laughs> – a very evolved podcast. So everybody who's now listening in on episode 27, welcome. We're glad to have you. I'm Tyler, mm-hmm. T.O.D. Uh, we tried to start recording earlier, so these guys are going to hear a, a repeated intro. But Durag Todd is no longer with us, at least not for the next little while. Had to get the, the mop cut off the top, had to rearrange, had to keep it clean. So unfortunately, Durag Todd will not be returning for a little bit. I'll channel his spirit, though, and keep it going. His presence, gone but never forgotten, right? Uh, so that's me. <laughs> we got Emilio, Emilio, Mr. Guido coming through. How are you, sir? Good, good. These black curls will make you swirl. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. So I, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about hair or do rags. So These black curls. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Emilio might sound a little funny today because this is part of our the yeah. jankiness, but we got him coming through in the audio, and it's good enough. So <laughs> work with us. It's quarantine, all right? We have to stay at home, too. <laughs> and James, sir, churro. What did you say? Yes, sir. Oh. What did you say, Emilio? Churro, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, okay. Stepping on, James. It's my turn to be. <laughs> Young James, sir, churro, <laughs> with the bl- repping Crip? Is that a blue bandana you got on? It is a blue bandana. <laughs> and the blue bandanas. headphones. Damn. Yes, sir. James goes down to Dallas coming. and joins a set. Look at that. Look at that. Sure. Or you're I always hiding it from shot. us. I do not rep a set. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe we should. Cliff. Actually, like a cholo, I rep Oak Cliff. Dude, take, can you take the glasses off? <laughs> oh, bro. Dude, I used to be a cholo for Halloween. Hey. No, you don't look like a cholo. Nah. No. <laughs> you look like a nice cholo. <laughs> hey, boo. There we go. This is when I need the do-rag back. Emilio, you need, like, chest hair and a gold Yo, chain. Whatever Italians do. Defend <laughs> Just tell us they're misunderstood. And they've been... They are. They're just they're just people that made their own families. They made their own what? And they're surviving. Families. Is that what, like, they the have... code is? What, it, what, it, what? It... Yeah, family. Yeah. I... Okay, I only know Cholo is, like, a joke. What does it actually mean? Cholo? I have no idea what Cholo actually means. But it's just like the group. I mean, I know what it means, like what it refers to, like groups of Mexican people, Latin American people that look, you know, look, uh, got the outfit ensemble you got right now. So, but it's stereotype, yeah, obviously. Fun, but like, but you just said yeah. family and shit. Is that a real part of it? Like they call themselves that? Sure, yeah. I mean, that's just a big thing in Hispanic heritage. So do cholos I call themselves cholos? Into cholos. Mm, <laughs> I, I don't know. I do we need like? Are we are we allowed <laughs> to be saying cholo, these things? Man. Is this like? Is this okay? Yeah. I think it's funny. Oh, yeah. There's a song literally called Like a Cholo, so I think it's all right. Like a Cholo. Like a Cholo. Although... Uh, it might not be in the future. We might look back on this. Yeah, it might be bad. There's also... Cancel Yeah, us. but there's also songs with like... <laughs> it's... Oh, dude. I'm definitely going to have to bleep those. Both of those yeah, are getting bleeped. Bleep but... Uh, oh there's songs with like... Right. That's also getting bleeped. I but... love my joint to that. <laughs> Listen, just try to get the point across. Maybe, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so that's the intro. This is the rabbit hole sessions. You never know where you'll end up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A quick update on Creative Update. Impact EP is coming soon. Me and Emil, the producer, just got the last feature verse in last night. And we're tweaking it. We're making our final adjustments and very excited to bring it out. I'm sorry there's no set due date, but before the end of July, definitely it's coming out. I want to give it at least a week before release day to properly do the promotion and sit for it and also don't want it to be too long uh 
so that you know people forget about it. People want their shit now, right? But I need enough time to cook and spread some awareness. So it's coming, and it's a lot of fun. And it's a great tape. We were listening to it all the way through yesterday. We got great features. We got. I'm just really excited, man. I can't stop smiling about it. I'd be listening to it all the time since we've been working on it. And it's great. So it's coming. Stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. <laughs> I thought about sending you a track, Emilio, but then I remember you saying you didn't want to hear anything. I was like, damn, damn, but I wanted to just be yeah, no, I've heard some of it, and it's... That's true. James did hear some of it. What I like, what I like hearing is, is the process, more so, hearing more so about the process of you making it, because the more, like, it sounds like you're getting more into um, what's real, yeah. like how you really make music. is You know, you're sitting and listening to the whole album or the whole mixtape in one yep. sitting. You know that's a that's a good practice, like like with your engineer too. Like that's a great practice you, that you know you see videos of like actual artists doing. So it's like it's good to practice the professional. It thing. makes me feel more uh, established. It does, and it's true, and it helps the project. It's yeah. like with your uh, documentary oh, yeah. we talked about it on one of the past episodes. I always thought that was a moment for you where it showed. Uh, it was like a moment of capitalizing on potential. Like it was a moment where all the potential was realized. Like it was a mm. something you did. It's like, oh yeah, this well, is what he does. No, no, of course not. Of course not. It's but it's <laughs> it's like a stepping stone. Like you elevated to the next level. You know what I mean of potential. So it's like Max and Lorelai might be the next one, right? Because it's what you've been working on and what you've been cultivating. And I feel like this project is going to be that for me. And so I'm just so excited for people to get it out there. James, what do you think of the little the little snippets I sent you? What do you think? I I thought it was. I could tell that you're getting more used to branching out with different styles. And I could tell that you're a little more involved in the whole conceptualizing of, of all of it and, like, the, the production. And it's matching your style even more. Because, like, when you rap over, like, tight beats, um, it, sometimes it doesn't match. This is for every rapper, right? Like, up-and-coming rapper. It's just production sometimes has to match your style. You know, or your rap has to match the style. Being of part of the thing from scratch is the greatest part to bring the cohesiveness to the track. Because even if it's something where we don't know what we want to do, it's like, yo, just what you feeling today? And maybe I say like a sentence and a word in that sentence inspires a loop that we found or like a, a little loop we might make. And then we build, oops, and then we build the rest off of that and shit, right? And that's awesome. It was, it was such a great process to actually be involved because you realize how both sides affect each other as you go along like i would write part of it that he would then change part of the beat to and then i'd write the next part of it related to that beat change and then he'd like you know another beat cut or something so it's like we're constantly going back and forth between both sides of it until they're basically one there's no difference and it's sick and Emilia, you said um like realer things content wise as well not just surrounding it i feel like it's realer content for me too and not only just because it's supposed to be impact you know and to do with black lives matter and things like that but just and I don't even think it's that over-explicit hits you in the head with those things. I think most of those messages come through if you actually sit and listen with the song. But it's one of my things always, and it's funny because I was listening to the On Demand tape, my very first tape. It was always kind of fantasy rap, right? Storytelling rap. That's always been one of the things I kind of preach. And back in the day, it was just, it was so ethereal, right? Because I was just, it was so raw and unrefined. I was just like, let me throw this imagination rap and shit in there. But now... I mean, I literally have gone through more experiences and things, but now I've figured out as art how to craft those properly, how to find that right balance and how to really tell the story where, because good music is ethereal and like you want to grasp towards, but you still f feel grounded to it. You still feel a reasonable connection to it. You know what I'm saying? There's something yeah, personal you can thing. attach. That's like Ghostface Killer and fucking, um, uh, just, that, just, that just makes me think of Ghostface What do you Killa. mean? Which part of that? Uh, first time. Oh, 
just like um, the way he he raps about the same things that every other rapper raps about, but the language he uses to deliver is just completely different. Like it's just like how does he reach the conclusions? I wish I, I mean I probably could pull up like some of some of his craziest or best lines, but it's I mean they're just all over the place. Um, hmm. And the things he says, I don't know. And that's just how, and that's how he separates himself is finding that conduit of language, right? Because, like you said, he's still talking that street shit. It's still gritty, grounded shit. But that conduit makes it ethereal, makes it fantasy, like where it's like, damn, I, I want to take this around. I want to listen to this. I want to think about this, but I can still connect to it. Because I think my earlier shit was just, it was too. There wasn't enough groundedness in it, right? So there wasn't enough to grab onto. And like you said, James, there was tight beats that were wrapped over YouTube beats that were wrapped over. So it's like that was finding the the pocket right that was finding what the groove is and like i said i think this is a mark of that groove being found and i can't wait so shout out to emil the producer shout out to mike dub shout out to tanya cruz bauer shout out to kazi we are making shout out to layla and lumiere we uh we are creating some great shit and i can't wait to get it to y'all so stay tuned <clears throat> that's a good little creative update huh let me take a sip that was good Sweating, I can see I'm you. Hot, fuck Max and I'm hot, bro. I'm hot. Fuck Max. You got, you got some shit on uh, Max and Lorelai? Fuck Max and Lorelai. You want to say something about Max and Lorelai? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't know. We're just, it's just coming slowly but surely. Uh, well, honestly, it's coming, I think. Pretty soon. Really, we start in three Quickly weeks. but surely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very excited, yo. The whole squad is in work mode. Amelia was just yeah. saying before, when everybody's doing something for the pod, it feels great. I feel even better when we're all doing something outside of the pod because then we bring it here and it makes it even better. And once all of these things are out and once all these things are done, whoo, dude, we are okay. <laughs> we are ramping up. I'm just excited for this whole network. Like you guys can't see my smile, but I, I just always get giddy when I talk about these things because we, <laughs> I, I mean, I love it, man. And if we want to do some on pod appreciation, I love you guys. I love the collective we have. I love wow. that we're you know that we're friends, the group. I love it. It's inspiring, man. Uh, you know what? I'll say it on air. I'll just keep going. Amelia, I don't know if I ever told you this like to your face, but I've told a couple of people. You, you are like like the reason I was inspired to start, I mean, really any of this and shit. Because I remember back when we met in freshman year and you were on Age of Info. And you, I would see you do the grind, like the oh, clothing yeah. grind, even on the smallest level, like waiting three days for a kid on another floor saying he wanted a hoodie, right? And then you, you know, keep up with them and make sure that you were still the good business and shit. We signed that little fucking paper contract where it was, you know, I was dealing in some outfit, not dealing, Jesus, selling some of those clothes for you oh. around, right? And I was like, wow, this is like, this is it. This is the spark. And I realized you can do whatever you want if you decide to do it. If you actually choose, I'm going to do it and I'm going to work at it. And you have to like realize that it's in steps, right? So doing it doesn't mean immediately successful. It means you start the path to become successful in it. So I don't know. Long and rambling. Thanks, homie. Love you guys. <laughs> James, don't worry. You're very inspiring too. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I love you too, James. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Let me take a break because I have to pee. I'm sorry. Give me a sec. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> Uh, mm. gave me to run around. Now when they come around, names I be taking down. Nah, I ain't playing now. 
depth of the mountain Pitching the speed to be breaking the sound Planting the seeds and they grow from the ground There ain't no stopping or slowing the sound Never added up now, do the math yeah. I'm doing numbers at last yeah. Coming up now isn't fast Days of potential are all in the past Buying a fessing and dressing the cast Rapping the game and I'm tired of the mask Time with extension and come with a blast Different dimension, I'm floating with fast These are her shorts. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> shorts. Dude, look, but look at these pockets. Look, look at like, it's not even, look, it's not a front pocket and it's not a back pocket. What, what and it, it goes nowhere. <laughs> what are you calling me, What do you Cause want? Cause the, the call fucked up, the call fucked up. What do you want from me? Anyway. There, you're welcome. Anyway. Is it still recording? This is all the room in the ass I was talking about. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just get a I'm bigger ass, man. What'd you say? Okay. Just get a bigger ass. I'm trying, bro. I've been doing my squats at home. I've been doing home workouts for like the past week and a half. I'm actually impressed with myself. Hey, there you go. You know what I do? Some body weight shit. <laughs> Come on, cause we gotta get yeah. outside soon. I'm going back yeah, on dude, set. I need to do some work. Yeah, I, I need to do some workouts or something to. Cause like push-ups and like sit-ups is like not enough. Yeah. You know, I, what are you do? What are you doing? I just do like a cycle. Those are in it. It's it's there's it's yeah. sit-ups, push-ups, squats, lunges, crunches, plank, jumping jacks, wall sit, butt kicks, and like there's various yeah. numbers for each day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's enough to tone you up. Yeah. Bro, come on. Yeah. You see me getting toned. And yeah. plus, we literally are gonna have to carry equipment and stuff too. So it's like not just a good-looking type of thing. We actually yeah. are gonna have to carry shit, and it's gonna get tiring. Yeah. And it's hot. <laughs> if, any, if anything, I, I wonder honestly how much equipment we'll really be carrying because um, so much of it is, well, I guess we will be carrying a decent amount because most of the, the parking will probably be like right here in, in the backyard or, or my backyard um, in the back. And then I guess we just, the farthest we have to carry it is to uh, Charles. the Charles River. Yeah. Yeah. Just so even little... like literally walking with it on set and holding it, you know, yeah. just got to yeah. be able to... My body was doing nothing for a long time, bro. So it's like I was just weak. It was like I could feel it. Oh man, feel I'm gonna be pudgy. So sore. Yeah. I forgot. It, I'm like glad it's a part kinda, of filming. Yeah. Oh, I love it though. I mean, <laughs> just from just from the days of Catch Your Breath and like mm -hmm. I carried that Steadicam box, that that big ass thing that used to hold the Steadicam. I mean, I I'll hold another bag too. I'm, yeah. I mean. Dude, that was yeah. those were those days were and I'll sick. And I walk the fastest there, so. That, that, <laughs> and it never felt like yeah. a workout until after. I was like, well, yeah. I was just about to say Shit, like so after and like I'm breathing hard as fuck, like catching my breath literally, and I'm like, damn, we just worked for that. Like that was cool. We just yeah. put real ass work. You fell and still got the shot. Remember that? <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> that was one of the dopest camera moves I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Mm. Yeah, I mean even James though. I mean you had to. Die, die a lot like give a, give on a the real, street like death that's believable and then fall and then go and run and grab a light and oh god yeah in dress shoes james i respected you as an actor so much when you were willing to oh, death whale dude, it was so good it was so good <laughs> it was it was amazing it was so i wasn't expecting it dude it was, it was really convincing yeah it was fun Convincing enough for yeah. people to drive by and be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a guy that almost took one of the oh, lights once? People, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. someone who said, yo, that was sick as, sick as shit. Oh, yeah, but that's I right. Recording. But which I part were they talking about? Somewhere. 
Did they see the whole they sequence? The whole thing. Oh. Yeah, we went, or most of it, because we ran into, we were deep into the alley. Yeah, we did. Yo, then, that was sick it, as the shit. The camera's going down, and then someone, that's actually, that's the take that's in the film. There's a, <laughs> oh, I, really? I can, yeah. It's just obviously muted. That's dope. Because um, it's like a silver car or something mm-hmm. that pulls up. And uh, it's like, yo, that was sick as shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, yo. He's right. Now everybody that goes listen to Catch Your Breath, you'll know this nugget. You'll know this little nugget. It's important to make, like, crazy things. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. And just for even, you could argue, the pure reason to let people know that it can be done. Right? Obviously, you want to do it well. But, you know, just to know that you can it's stretch important. the boundaries. You don't have to be boxed yeah. in. Still waiting on that AOI design. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll come it'll come one day maybe we can put it out with the impact ep the aoi line put the fist on it <gasps> can't box me in with the fist pu- dude okay off air i might we, we gotta cut that <laughs> we gotta cut that idea <laughs> all right let's get into it let's get into the shits let's get into it james said he's voting for kanye no matter what he said jesus, he could say anything uh, he said <laughs> he said jesus is king uh, his fantasies are dark and twisted but they're beautiful pablo's life all that good shit da 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 but obviously we got a a new uh new front runner in the uh presidential trail come on react react james i don't think it's gonna happen it's not gonna (laughs) no i don't uh, you don't think it's real i don't uh, No. okay i think it's real to him in that moment that he said it i think he's just on a platform where like i say stupid shit all the time right Mm. like i'll I, I just blab. I think he does the same thing. Do you think he's conscious of saying that he says stupid shit all the time? Yes. Very much so. He made a song where he was just like, scoopity poop, poop, scoop, poop, doop, scoopity poop, poop. And of course he... Yeah. Exactly. He knows exactly. Like, Dude, I think... He can say whatever the fuck he wants. I was hearing like a theory about him just randomly because you know, through all these podcasts and Emilio, you just said it right there and that clicked for me that he's done so much in his life where it's like I just do things and people tell me no it can't be done and then I get it done. So it's like that's probably what he thinks about the presidency. <laughs> He's probably, that, probably yeah, why I he can do it. I think that's exactly why he likes Trump too because he was like yeah. Trump. He cited him as motivation. Did you read that? I read that Forbes article. He was like he was I all did. over the place in there, dude. Uh-huh. That's also where oh I God. think that's also where I think uh, he does know he says crazy things because when he was talking about there was a moment where he's like, I was in the shower thinking about raps, and then I just had a moment where I was like, you're going to run for president, and I started laughing like hysterically at myself in the shower. And it's like, yeah, I do that shit too, but that, I know that's crazy, right? So it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know that's crazy. We don't even have a platform to say we're going to go run. It goes on yeah, Forbes and says that. No yeah. yeah, we just come on rabbit hole sessions, that's it, and talk about it. Imagine if we put that on you know, our social media, like our individual, uh, that thought process of taking a shower yeah. and then thinking about music and then oh I'm just gonna run I was thinking about a movie and then all of a sudden I decided I'm just gonna run for president you know <laughs> it's incredible Emilio Guido 2020 it's funny uh, my yeah. brains led me to crazier places with that exact scenario like yeah. you know <laughs> so that's actually funny as hell but I don't know I dude think, like, I don't think wait what go ahead go ahead Legally, I don't even think he can make it. What do you mean? That's what I was going to ask, yeah. There was, was, again, in the article, he was talking about he's going to talk to Jared Kushner in the White House and Biden to see if he can make it for corona reasons. Because he had corona in February. That was one of the things. He had a little COVID. And uh, He didn't tell no one. No, he didn't tell no one. I mean, you don't need to tell people that you have corona. Well, he needs to tell the people close to Just stay home. You know what I'm saying? But, um... 
Well, what, what the hell were you just talking about? Oh, yeah, I say he's going to try and talk to them to figure out if, with, for that reason, he can, uh, like, be admitted. They let him be like, excuse that little absence thing. But, I mean, I think I it's know. terrifying that there are people that are probably going to still vote for him no matter what happens. Like, yes. Even if he doesn't get it, people are going to fight him. If it. anything, though, it'll take votes away from Trump. I think that's... Oh, okay. I was about to go in here next because that's also one of the things is people are hating on him because they say he's going to take it away from Biden, though. But you think from Trump? He could take from both. I think it's probably both as well. Yeah. He's just taking votes. Yeah. I think it's probably both. I think it's probably both. And, you know, the thing that he's getting ragged on for the most is, like I said, the Democratic part of it where he's taking shit from Biden. And it's like, so if... That's just going to make Trump win if you take from both, but probably will take more from Biden or whatever. And he, he he like talked about that in the article with a point that I kind of agreed with. I just think the circumstances are wrong. But he said like to say that immediately is kind of racist because to just assume that one, all black people are going to follow Kanye because he's black. And two, all black people are already going to vote for the Democratic side or that we're already just going to vote for Biden automatically. And I'm like, yeah, that I mean, it kind of is because they don't. Black people don't have to just automatically vote for Democrats, obviously, right? They're not, there's no monolith thinking. There's no, especially with Real Talk, a party that has lied to you for years, that has claimed to be the party that's on your side, that has claimed to care about you, has claimed to care about your oppression, and then hasn't done shit, really. Hasn't done shit. It's true. So I don't think there should be any. I don't think there should be loyalty to any party, period, from anybody. Like, just to yeah. blindly believe that. doesn't seem right in any scenario. We talked about that. Blind faithfulness to one ideal is just is damaging to, to everyone. To, and to no matter what, because blind faith, there's nothing is infallible. There's always going to be something wrong with something at some point. So if you have blind faith and you don't acknowledge that, those just stack up, stack up, stack up, and people get fucked up. He, and now these people that have blind faith in Kanye, yeah, are gonna which they for. exist. As we said, mm-hmm. people bought poopity scoop. <laughs> people paid for it, not just hurt. Like I heard the snippet, and I was like, oh, never again, <laughs> never again. I'm not ever listening to this again. The beat was fire. The though. beat was sick. I mean, I went to go find the instrumental. That's for sure. But I never listened to that version ever again because I'm like, dude, this is just bullshit. But what's your take on if it's like a marketing shit? Because he did just come out with music. He's got an album coming. Do you think it's something around that? I don't, I don't think it's marketing. I don't think he's like that scheming. I think he believes it. Really? I think he just says shit and then yeah. he's blown up. What do you think, Emilio? You said really? Maybe someone oh, is blowing man. it up for him without him. I don't know. Wait, what? I I don't think it's I don't think it's a publicity stunt at all. Oh, okay. It's just him saying shit and he's on a platform, so it gets blown up. What did you say, Emilio? Well, I don't know. I mean, you also kind of just said that um, the process in which that led into you know, declaring running for president was that he all of a sudden just this crazy stream of thoughts that yeah. happened and, you know, and then Tyler yep. knows the point in which, okay, that just audio, that just stays between him and then Kanye, when that happens, he just goes out and, you know, tells the media that he's actually going to run for president. So, like, I mean, he could have chose probably to keep that to himself, but he, I mean, I'm sure he's also conscious of the fact that he is releasing an album. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe there is a point that, you know, he did choose to come out and take that extra step to, you know, do an interview mm-hmm. or to, you know. Apparently he was um, doing like four hours that. of interview with whoever he was yeah. talking to, just yeah. rambling on. And you that's, know, I mean. I mean, he definitely, go, go. 
he's definitely doing the interviews for publicity. Oh, yeah, yeah, of But course. I don't know what he's trying to run for president. You need publicity for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think he needs the publicity for his album, though, because if he drops it, like, the same way he, he dropped, did like, say, look, game, He did say that he's dropping it for free. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of something. That is something to say that maybe it's not a publicity stunt, right? And I, I think that's dope. That's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe, oh, damn, what if, what if that is what all it takes? Every vote for Kanye, you get a free album. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. A free copy. He finds it. He finds it. <laughs> one vote, one album, right? Yeah. What's that shit? One man, one vote, whatever. Yeah, one vote, one album. <laughs> that is the fucking name of this podcast. One vote, one album, or this episode. I don't know, man. I didn't really like how they did the. And I get it. Like they said, there was four hours of him rambling, but I didn't really like the segmenting. I would have rather liked to hear him saying some Solo of these thoughts. things, like audio of maybe four minutes of him saying mm-hmm. these things. Or mm-hmm. full context and shit, and maybe cut out the ums and all that shit. Because some of this stuff, like, looks silly when it's read. And so because of that, the stuff that's serious and, like, kind of the good points also, they don't seem silly, but they don't just jump off. Because it's like, oh, but then I just read he said some shit about vaccines paralyzing kids and, you know, chips in my arm and shit. Like, and which, again, Pro-life, that's not a, I mean, I, I don't really think about the autism shit part. I think that's kind of like, all right, why are you dropping that right now? But... <laughs> like come on but uh and where where does that where is that coming from what kids he's like all all our kids are getting paralyzed but where who who give me show me an example mine yours yeah exactly but the um shit i completely forgot what i was saying because that pissed me off when i saw that because i was like damn how are you going to talk about like liberating black people and not having to do all this shit and then you're going to talk about something that's just so unsubstantiated that you know people are going to fire at you at right uh fuck what i saw he Go. didn't have any Foreign policy, which is oh, that was hilarious, dude. Of course. That was <laughs> like, I'm gonna talk hilarious. to my experts. You know, I'm a researcher. I, I haven't developed it yet. You idiots! <laughs> what do you mean? Other countries might even take that time to attack, or whoa, you know, it, it, not attack, but like um, but what if yeah, push upon us? Yeah, what if Kanye? I mean, there's no way Kanye can negotiate. No. Can you imagine Kanye? Imagine him at the G20 uh, summit, the like talking he to Putin, with pink hair, or just oh. some like. He just got, like, a new a face tattoo. How is Kanye <laughs> going to do it? Face tattoos? Yes, tattoos? I don't think so. No, face tattoos. I don't think no so. Oh, I thought he did. No. <laughs> no, I, I no. thought he did somewhere. I can't see him dealing with no, any other world leader. No, he did the hair designs. Oh, oh, my God. He used to do that so long ago. Oh, what? man. He, he, I think he's the reason I used to do kind of, like, parts in my hair when I was younger or try to get designs. Kanye used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. He had sick-ass ones, too. He used to be fat. he used to be style god, yo. Ever since before Yeezus, when he actually started making a company for style, he had drip. Like he was he was mopping up all <laughs> over the place. Even when he w- jumped on stage with Taylor Swift, he was swagged out. I was like, that's a nice ass jacket. <laughs> hey, that's a nice jacket, bro. You know, I don't like though the and uh, I don't like the whole God thing. I gotta say, I don't like how much God, Jesus, <laughs> and thing is infused in this because there's supposed to be yeah. a separation of church and state. You the president as well. President? Yeah, exactly. Your vice president, uh, some pastor. And listen, I don't think that it's bad to have like that oriented thoughts, religious or spiritual oriented thoughts, in the lexicon, right? Like maybe in your cabinet, she can be like a chief religion and society advisor or something. But the point of the heads of the state and of the country are supposed to be neutral, right? Like they're supposed to. I mean, obviously, except for the party, which we can get into the party he's running under in a second, but. That it's supposed to, it should be neutral. Like they're sh- supposed to represent 
what <clears throat> the America is, which is a mishmash of ideas, like reaching across the aisle in recent years is lambasted and you're disgusting for it. You're a racist if you do it and you're a Democrat and you're a snowflake or, or you're a, like a softy if you do it from the right and try to reach over. Like, so it's, dude, he's running under the birthday party. <laughs> Birthday party. Complete. It's going to be everybody's birthday when he wins. That was so stupid, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want, I don't want that as a blurb. Uh, like, they gave that a whole section, right? It, or w one sentence of him saying, I don't have a foreign policy or whatever. I want to hear him say these things. I w I'd rather hear that being said. And I want to hear how he presents them because how he talks is a reflection of how he thinks, right? So how, how he's actually speaking, enunciating and putting his words behind what he's saying would make me feel more uh, confident in what I think about what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like I would understand what he's saying more, adds more depth. And I think Kanye especially is the guy where you kind of have to hear him because he's just a weirdo, yeah. right? So it's like... <laughs> I mean, he was rapping as he was talking. Was That's like, like, what the hell? <laughs> When that was like part of the answer, like, what's healing going on? and revealing. That was and now so stupid. In a negotiation with Putin. Uh, That's what I'm saying. How is he going to talk to any of those guys? Imagine girls? a debate when it's if if he gets it, and it's Yo, Biden, Trump, and Kanye. That's just so much TV. What Kanye with, with Putin it. or the, the debate? No, no, no. The, the no. presidential debate. With oh Biden, my god, Trump, dude. And Kanye. Oh my what would happen? Like I'm trying to think. What punches could Trump throw? What could he say, actually? At Kanye? Yeah, I'm trying to think. What could he say? Because everything that he could say that he has no experience, all that shit, flipped right back on him. Kanye could easily say. You, wh wh does he have dirt that we don't already know about, that we don't already make fun of him about, that Trump could he say? That's what he did with Hillary and Biden, right? Yeah. Because yeah, Kanye's kind of like Trump, where he was a celebrity before a politician, quote-unquote. <laughs> so all of his life and dirt was already out in the world. Biden and Hillary, it's been secret for years, and we're only just figuring it out. Kanye is the new Teflon. Before it was Teflon Don, now it's Teflon Khan. Teflon Khan is the episode name. Teflon Khan. Dude, I might be on board. Yay 2020. Yay 2020. Okay, wait. The meeting's about to end. Let's restart. Let's come back. Keep going. Important life from the belly of the beast. Yeah, we here right now, and we about to have a feast. Been coming from the east, but the west might suit me. Warm winds came through to school me. Hall of Fame, we gon' hang in the rafters. <laughs> we gon' make it to after. Even if we gotta sneak away and pitter patter, got a reason I'ma peek and take away in the matter. Damn. What they saying don't matter. Never. Long I got the vision, now they never a factor. Y'all be playing, I ain't never an actor. Moonbeams being more like tractor. Attraction, nah, ain't no matching. It's where it's at when the vibe we catching. Time winds down to the last no latching. Baby, wet enough, I'ma go splashing. <laughs> it don't matter. All right, let's jump back in then. Are we done with Kanye? Or what, any last thoughts on Kanye? Oh, shit. Last thoughts That's on not, Kanye? Um, dude. Teflon Khan. You know what's dude, interesting? Is I was, so I was thinking... Remember when he just used to make music? No. When was that? <laughs> yeah. That was when his music was good. Oh. Whoa. I think Pablo was the last yeah, good one. Pablo was the last good one. Yeah. Hold up. I'm looking at my list real quick. There were some quick. parts of Yeah I liked, but... 
One sec. I'm pulling up my list. I forgot. There was something I want to talk about about presidents since we're in that season. Yo, actually, real quick. Do you think there should be a president that has publicly documented, like, mental health issues or has struggled with it in the past publicly and, like, admittedly? Not as if – not saying it's a bad thing, but should a president, like, be allowed with that? Wait, what was the question? Do you think that presidents – like, people should be allowed to – Jesus, let me rephrase it. Um, Kanye has documented mental health issues and struggles that he's gone through, right? And yeah. there, no hate for any of those. Of course not. We all go through our own shit. But should a president be allowed to have publicly and probably actively still dealing with those things, you know, when they're trying to run a country? And then all of a sudden you get manic depression, right? Or manic mania, which is like the other side going crazy. He said he's bipolar. That is like having that type of thinking might not be good for important bipolar. decisions. What's up? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's what he said. That that was the whole thing about Yay, the tape that he made. It was what did the cover say? It was like I'm bipolar, I'm bipolar. it's awesome or something. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Should a president be allowed to do that? To ha to be allowed to have substantial mental health issues, concerns? Same and like I, I it feels weird asking and like it feels weird saying that. It feels weird saying no. Yeah. Of course. Say again. Uh, it could be discriminatory to to automatically rule out everybody with. I agree. Mental illness. I agree, and that's like it makes it a tough question because. But if it's if it's to a level where they are manic, like maybe they can't perform their job because i guess that that's what it falls on to but right? it's whether it's, they could do their not job. only is it real kanye did it in the past he publicly said he went through depressive episodes he had to get institutionalized to the hospital and didn't make music because of it so it directly affected his job and what he could do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i don't know if and again it, it's this isn't to say that there's anything wrong with that but it's like should that be a position where that's okay? And how under control is it? And how much are we allowed to know now that you're the president? Like, do we get full mm -hmm. access to your therapy mm -hmm. visits, to your psychoanalyst or your psychotherapist, whatever? Like, should we sure. be known to these things and informed? Dude, and Kanye hates the paparazzi. <laughs> Imagine when he's president. <laughs> no, we he's need to take it back to the old president days where you only saw him twice a year. Once when they walked in the lawn and the other time when it was the presidential address. And you just didn't have to give a shit. They just ran the country and they weren't a celebrity. They were a politician. They were a president, you know, when it had a certain demeanor around it. Mm -hmm. we commu the commu president communicates through Twitter because he's a celebrity, you know what I'm saying? And, like, not that that's necessarily a bad thing. That's how our society – that's a major uh, vehicle for communication. But that's, like, what he's known for doing. And, ran dude, I was, I was looking – I was just scrolling randomly. We're not even trying to look for Trump. And two, uh, uh, two tweets in a row. First one, all caps, presidential harassment. So I scroll, scroll a little bit. Prosecutorial misconduct. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. This guy is just firing, firing. Where is he when he tweets these things? I'm like, what room is he in? On the shitter? Wow. Yeah, probably. Could That's be. when we all get Honestly, it Honestly, could have sent at least 10 tweets while shitting. That's where we all get our, all get our shit off, lol. That's, where, that's the time to scroll it to let your thoughts fly. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because I don't know if any other president has had public... Uh, publicly documented mental health issues. I'm sure people would say Trump does have some, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it's not a public say, record. Should actually they're saying it about Biden. So should we know that? You know how presidents have to show their tax returns, and I get funny again because yeah, Trump didn't. And Trump still has. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. Should that, I think he just actually today they prosecuted and said he has to really? share them. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's oh, good. Yeah, Let's I see them. Did that a while ago. Let's see them. What um, yeah. do do they have to reveal medical records? I mean, he he Should has they? before, right? What the doctor? They sent out like his health. Um, check oh, they do. Or, okay. Oh, they do ask for that. Yeah, I think for even uh people who are yeah running for election, because didn't they do that for uh, um, Bernie? Or I remember that being like a talking topic for Bernie. Yeah. Or remember, like, just basically what the question is, what level of access should we know? Because remember the shit that happened with Hillary when she was running? She had, like, a seizure or something, and then we just never found out what that was? They just covered that up? I didn't even know about that. It was, it was, it was just like she was getting out of a car or getting into a car or leaving somewhere. It was like, uh, right? And she, like, half collapsed. And they said there was something, maybe, like, dehydration or some bullshit like that. But And then, you know, conspiracy theories and shit comes out. But what if it is something deeper? Should we know if the president is going to see a therapist? You know, like twice a week. Should we know those things? Shouldn't we know the state of our leader? Because I, I was thinking about this especially because I was rewatching Game of Thrones recently. And especially in the earlier seasons, I was like, or wait, how do I want to say this? Oh, yeah. The seasons where I don't know how familiar you guys are, but the seasons where they had to do with the wildlings and shit, the free people. And how they were brought together by a guy and they all know him. Like they know the leader. Everybody knows him that's there in the camp. But I was thinking... Isn't it a weird concept that we live in a like a world where your leader or the people you follow like can never know you ever and like not give a fuck about you individually and like will never make that contact? I don't know. Is that weird? Should we go back to the days of when it was tribes? Do we need to shrink back down? <laughs> I think we're all too busy. There's disconnection uh, there. There is a huge disconnect. And you could argue maybe that's why there's levels, like why there's mayors senators and shit like that but yeah why there's hierarchy and then at that sense though like well why do we need so many layers maybe we break it down like kind of thing right and this might be blasphemous nsa might fucking shut us down for this dude i'm not advocating for a a division (laughs) of america but i mean i do think one of the world's biggest problems or sorry i don't know if i've told you guys this but i thought about this recently i think off quick top of my head any of the world's problems i think i could boil down to either something being too big or having too many people or a lack of confidence. And I think those two things are just running it over. Yeah. Like the, some of the key core to every one of the world's problems. I don't know. That's quick. You can test it right now. If we want, we can try to get to the bottom of it, but I don't know. Does any of that president shit, leadership, does any of that like resonate with either of you? I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I, I, I think we kind of talked about this before too, that the federal government has a little bit too much power because they're, passing laws that affect everyone in the country and America's fucking huge <laughs> and states were supposed to be we're yeah. supposed to be United States of America right like we're each independent states almost as a collective and so maybe state governments should have a little more power so the connect is closer mm. you know rather than a president like what if it was um, groups of you know 10 states instead of one collection of 50 right like what would that what would that world be like? Obviously, that would have. But maybe that go, go go. Maybe that makes us more divisive. Maybe, but maybe it also collectively develop. And because we're not a unified thing anymore at that point, that would be six different countries or five different countries, you know, or like regions. Yeah. And and then we could still you know be have trade and shit. Think about it like the EU. The, you know, they're all different countries, but they all have the overarching kind of connection. So maybe it could be something like that where they all develop their own cultures and you know problems, of course, but. I was thinking about, because Japan used to be 
really closed off from society, right? I'm reading a book called Kaizen, which is a, like a Japanese mindset for transforming habits, small steps at a time. Not like too groundbreaking, but it's cool to see these things laid out and like use it. Um, but it was talking about part of the reason why there's these such strong cultural values present even today in Japan is they were cut off from the world for so long. Like they, there was no outside influence. The only thing you could do for hundreds to, a thousand, to thousands of years was develop and cultivate your own culture. So it's just ingrained. Like people just do things because that's just what they do. That's what you're taught from birth for thousands of years, right? Maybe, maybe that's how all countries should be. Maybe that's how they all should have started. What, what, do we know what foreign entity uh, occupied Japan. It was the U.S. opened it up. Like they kind of, it was them. They came with the, oh, they the came US? with the big guns. Because I know the British had some. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they definitely they had like periods of, um, not merchants. Well, merchants and like trade and that stuff. But there was no like open. There was definitely a, a period of pure isolation. And then they started slowly open. Like the Dutch were involved. The British were involved. Like you're saying, there's a famous samurai that's a British okay. guy that just came over in like the 1700s or something and became like a white samurai. It's, it's hilarious. I forgot his name. But then I forgot I what era. There's a movie about that. Oh, there is? Sick. I have no idea times yeah, and is, shit. Yeah. I have no idea years and like exact eras. I have eras. no idea that, but it's what it was about. Sorry, I didn't mean to No, you're good, you're good, you're good. But, um... I was just to answer your question. America came with the big guns, like the big ships at some point. Like, hey, let us in. Nah, nah. You got some cool stuff in there. Yo, you want to be friends? Yeah. Let's, uh, let, yeah. let's hang out. <laughs> we got diseases and blankets here. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all want any? Oh, we got plenty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. But wait, what was that on? What was that from? Oh, yeah. The idea of just because America was basically built completely open from the beginning. From the very beginning, there was outside influence, even from literally it breaking off of another influence. But the yeah. Dutch, like East India trading companies were there. Everybody, like merchants from, I'm sure, I don't know, dude. I don't want to start. I don't even know the exact ones, but, they, but they're from everywhere. They, they also even started with the intent of creating their own culture. So it could have, they could have been more aggressively trying to create a culture than, you know, the Japanese were over, you know, a far you, greater length of time, you know. Them? What, who, who is doing that? I, the U.S.? Yeah, like when um, they first came over to America to colonize, they came to create culture. That was their, like, number one goal. Oh, that's um, interesting, yeah. Yeah. But that's interesting you say that because then still, like I just said, it was open right away. And I guess there was this recognition that you're going to have to, if you're going to build up as a new country, you're going to have to get other people in here and get things going. But. I don't know. Well, I guess because Japan has been around for thousands and thousands of years, like they or the that region at least, you know. So they've had time to just be there and cultivate societies over many, many generations. But like, yeah, America, a new country in the 1700s, 1770, whatever. They're like, yo, wait, we gotta, we gotta spice some shit up. We gotta fucking pop it up. So we gotta get some trade in here and stuff. But that kind of contradicts the immediately we start coming here to start our own culture. I think. But that and can be a part of the culture. Is the openness I of mean, it. I mean, the trading. Uh, yeah, mm. or the opening. So, the openness wow. of it. And that, wow, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Because I definitely think that's part of America's culture, whether it gets upheld always or not, is like this idea of everybody come, everybody come in. But maybe that's part of why we have so much of this, like, lack of societal understanding or empathy, you know, the divisiveness, James, you were talking about, because maybe we never got the chance to cultivate those strong societal norms that people just follow for the better, 
right? And I'm talking shit I like... I I'd prefer diversity, though. Oh, no, I do, too. Yeah, I do, or, too. Yeah. I agree. And I don't know how diverse Japan is, like, in terms of their inner regions, but they obviously have a very, you know, strong, overarching culture. But, yeah, no, that's interesting. That is interesting. You're right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where that goes. I don't know how to saunter out of that one. <laughs> Damn, that's one of the rabbit holes you just kind of get into, and you're just like... You just well, hate shit. it. Hey, sometimes you just got to get the idea out there because it's like it's, a, it's all about, you know, making the world a better place if whatever like that you want to do is about changing things and envisioning new things to come into play that weren't there. Right. Well, hopefully I, I, I think probably the best change is things that already don't exist, not remakes of the uh, I guess things that haven't. So something on that. Yeah, go, go, go. Creating things that don't exist and not remaking things right what when people talk about even economic systems right we talk about ones that we know already capitalism communism um other isms uh, yeah <laughs> and it's like anytime someone strays away from capitalism people automatically assume it's communism right or socialism right when we could just deconstruct it and create something new that maybe merges all the best parts of all of these things Yep, I think we spoke about it that on the when we were talking about the statues and shit last episode. Yeah, there's just a, a strong ties to things that we already know, which is like as a society, people get comfortable. And I don't even know if I fully, hmm, I know when I said the statement of maybe not remaking but creating entirely new. I don't even know if if I totally am behind that because I've often say that the framework of America is great. It's great, fantastic, probably one of the best ever. But the application has been shit for a very long time, kind of from the inception. Shit for a lot of people, you know? So talking like racism shit and then, you know, all that bad stuff. (laughs) And then how you get all the things you have today, which are, you know, systemic oppression, you know, gender inequality, all these things, right? And wait, what was that about? Fuck. (laughs) I lost it. You said the framework was good. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I don't even know if it's always about totally breaking down and remaking you know it might be a remix maybe dude i'm trying to figure out how do I, how do i want to like organize this thought i think it's a balance basically it's a balance you got to find what works make make new what doesn't you know i guess that's it okay there we go got it don't automatically assume that it all has to get thrown out right like what's the phrase don't throw the baby out with the bathwater or something like that like you can find pieces i've never of... heard that phrase. oh yeah i don't even I've know if i used it, it right i don't know what it means i don't know if i used it right i'm assuming it means like don't just dump everything without looking make sure you get what's important out of it before you dispose of what you don't need oh, oh, God. Uh, the baby. right i know it's a weird well i think you know what i think i think it references back to old times where you took like four baths a year so the water's dirty as fuck, and the babies like literally you can't see them in the water as they're oh. washing. So oh, <laughs> I'm pretty shit. sure that's where the phrase comes from. <laughs> or I just made that all up, but I don't think I did. So I'm pretty sure that's factual. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I guess that is what I would say with frameworks and making new societies and envisioning new worlds. I guess better worlds. But where are we at? Um, We're at 52 minutes. We could wrap. Yeah, we could wrap. Yeah. I'm down to wrap. Okay, so let's... Hey, I want to I wanna say something about... Go ahead. So I don't know if I was going to talk about this or not, because it happened recently, but um, I recently had a family member pass away after contracting COVID. Um, he was my 81-year-old, or 80-something-year-old 
great uncle, um, and all he did was stay inside his house, cook for himself, and go out and get groceries every now and then. And it's terrifying because even someone who was as safe as him contracted it, and within the next couple days he passed away. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who has lost someone to COVID and to, like, all the stuff that's going on. I think the fear of it is almost paralyzing sometimes. And with everything going on, it's also just numbing to have all this stuff going on. Um, so to anybody else who went through something like this, you're not alone. Almost everybody's going through it. And you'll make it out. Mm. We are. We are all going through it. Even if the, the fear part, you said, the part where the fear of it can be paralyzed, and we all feel that. We all, you know, sometimes it manifests with people getting angry, and that's where you saw protesters and shit manifesting. But those are just people that are scared, right? Because they don't know as well. We're all scared. We're trying to figure it all out. James, I'm really sorry to hear about your great uncle, you said. Two greats or one? Yeah. One great. One great. Prayers are with him and with you, of course, and with all your family and everybody else, like you said, that's out there. We all are in it together. And that does make me feel good. It gives me a little bit of strength. But it also means we have to practice the proper protocols, you know? Like, it sucks that... And James, you're already taking it seriously. I already know that. But it sucks that it has to, you know, blow up in your face sometimes for people to take it seriously, right? I'm sure some people don't give a shit about a mask and then, you know, maybe their grandpa dies and then it's like, wow, what if I gave it to him, you know? And then you have to carry that. So we have to re-envision... You know what? I actually had this thought the other day, so it's interesting you bring this up. I think we screwed up by how we framed what the mask is supposed to be, the messaging. We told, I think we told ourselves it was a shield rather than a net, right? The mask is not meant to block. It's not meant to protect you. It's meant to protect the other person. You know what I'm saying? It's a net that catches your corona, right? Like it's trying to catch it and prevent it from getting to them, not a shield blocking theirs from getting into yours. And I think if we kind of reshape that mindset, this leads into what we we're talking about, envisioning better worlds and developing societal norms. That's just a general air of caring about each other that I think is missing and I would love to see more of. And again, it sucks that it has to come through terrible times, but I hope out of this corona, COVID, quarantine, that that is something you start to see. So James, thanks for sharing, dude. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I really appreciate sharing, that. Man. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not the only one going through it, so. We love you. Yeah. I know. No, I'm not going through it. Oh, guys, I think that's a, I think that's, I think that's a good enough to end on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is episode 27 of the Rabbit yeah. Hole Sessions. Believe in tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Believe in tomorrow. We rolling. Wake up and go. Anything? Check on your family. Any last plugs? Anything we need to talk? Anything or shout out before we go? Tell your family you love them. Mm. It's a good idea. And it doesn't, not even on the morbid side of like, oh, because you might never get to no, Just because no, it's no. good. It's a good thing to do. It's a good practice. You know how great it feels when you get a, hey, I love you text from anybody. It just, hey, I love you. Feels <laughs> good. You know what I mean? Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. 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 Peace.